Un, deux, trois. Un, deux, trois. Quatre, cinq. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the joint review. I'm Ember. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to be talking about the triplets of Belleville. I keep saying it wrong and saying Bellevue. Welcome to Bellevue. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, Triplets of Belleville is a is a 2003 movie from France, and by golly, is it French? <laughs> uh, the director is Sylvain Chaumet, if I think I'm saying that right. Please excuse our poor American ignorance. Uh, it's a comedy musical. Sort of. Kinda. It's mostly, like, no one There talks. are two sentences in the whole thing. At the very beginning and at the very end with occasional, like, background speaking parts. Yeah, like on on the TV and stuff like that. But or like, like the, at one point a waitress goes, hamburgers, but then they can barely <laughs> hear it. <laughs> no hamburgers. No money, no hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's later in the movie, though. Much. <laughs> uh, it starts out... Hold on. One thing I should make very clear. This is an animated movie, and... Anyone who hasn't seen it should absolutely see it if they're into weird fucking animated movies. Everyone is a fucking caricature? Caricature. That one. Like, everyone is shaped weird and ugly and it's fucking amazing. Big noses, like, weird shit. Uh, It only gets worse when you get to America in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But it starts out... With the triplets and on stage, essentially, like you hear them singing first. Which is like these three string bean, black uh, cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with you know people showing up to the show because why not? You see these big women get out of cars and their tiny husbands and like and by I mean fat women getting out of cars. Think old. Um, what is it, rubber hose cartoons? Yeah. Where a fat guy, like, kind of balloons, like, stomach first out of a... Uh, uh, and then the rest of them catch up. Squash and, sw- like, smash cartoons. Yeah. yeah. These giant, like, the size of whales women and these tiny itty bitty men who all look... Who all of them look like the fucking, uh, dude from the Monopoly game. Yeah, Mr. Monopoly. Oh, is that his name? I don't know. I guessed. <laughs> Fucking, I was gonna say fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, his name's Steve Carter. Duh, everyone knows that. Steve Carlsberg. <laughs> <laughs> like they all get settled in, whatnot. Uh, and it shows the triplets actually now. And they're like singing and dancing on stage together. And one by one, different acts will come on. Like, to pair up with their singing, and which is really cool because it'll actually start panning over caricatures or whatever. <laughs> Look, I can't, it's one of the words I can't say. <laughs> that and chrysanthemum. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got a lift. <laughs> chrysanthemum. I can't, I can't fucking say it. Um, it, it anyway, uh, there'll be caricatures whatever cartoons of like real life people during this time because it's supposed to be the 1920s ish era yeah and so the first person you see is this um it's a caricature of a really 
voluptuous black lady who is uh, wearing a skirt of bananas. And if those of you who don't know very much about 1920s era um, celebrities, yeah. uh, her name was Josephine Baker, and she was a civil, French civil rights activist. I recommend looking, if you're a history buff, I highly recommend looking up Josephine Baker. She is quite fascinating, actually. She would like, she was a spy and dancer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she would, like, that's how she got in and got information. No one expects the topless lady to be. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, like, she comes out on stage, tits out, skirt of bananas. Which I found out, according to the um, uh, special features, that scene alone is why it's a PG-13 rating and not PG. Much to the annoyance of the director. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's fine in France. It's fair. But, like, she does her hip-shaking stuff, and all of the men in the audience turn into monkeys and, like... Go after the banana skirt. It's a little horrifying, actually. <laughs> she, she runs backstage again and pans, I think, back to the triplets. They do the little song and dance, and then... Of course again. A second caricature comes out is a tap dancer... And it's Fred Astaire, and you can tell by his wide ass forehead. <laughs> he has a he has an eight head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Especially in this animation. Oh yeah. And he comes out tap dancing and swinging and ha cha cha, and then his shoes fall off, grow mouths and eat him, and then drag him backstage under like the eat, curtain. Like they eat his legs and then they drag him away, and the show just continues like he didn't just die. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely dead on stage. He's not breathing or moving. Like the Lexus for eyes just. <laughs> And, and the triplets are like, and back to the Zog! <laughs> Time for us again! <laughs> and then their song and dance ends. And... It like, it, like, ends with, like, a giant, like, two-story baby dancing on stage, and, like, it slowly pans out. It's not a baby, it's a, it's a woman. It's, I just saw bloomers and guest. That's fair. No, it was a really big woman. I only remember, like, the skirt and, like, the bloomers that you can see while she dances. Uh-huh. So, like, I just guessed giant baby and moved on. That's fair. Um, it pans out, and you see that this is actually playing on a TV. And Fucking old TV. Very old TV. And it's the grandma and her grandson sitting at the table. These two will be our main characters, especially the grandmother. And the grant. This is one of the lines in the in the, the one of the only lines. <laughs> um, uh, what do you have to say? Oh, what do you think? Is it over? What do you have to say to Grandma? Hmm? Or something along those lines. And like the kid says nothing and runs away. <laughs> or yeah. no, the no, kid. The kid says nothing and just like goes back to eating or some shit. I don't even think they're eating. I think they're just fucking sitting there. Uh, they might be actually. Either way, the program changes and it turns into someone who I bet is a famous, is another caricature because they put way too much detail into his everything. That's fair. A piano player of some kind. I don't, I haven't a clue who on earth that even kind of could be. Uh. He looked cool. <laughs> that's fair. Um, then... She's like, I know, I'll play the piano for my grandson. And it cuts to her in another room, and he's, and her fat little grandson just fucking staring at her. And she's, like, tuning the piano, I think. And then she actually gets to playing it, and it is 
not good. She pretty much bangs on the keys and like <laughs> sings off key, and I what I what I think is French. I and I would assume it's a French. It's she's speaking French since it's, she's in France. Yeah. But for when back when I first watched it, watched it forever ago, uh, I thought she sounded Russian. But like I'm also stupid, so <laughs> that's fair. And then the kid runs away. Then the kid I runs off. I would too. <laughs> right. And the grandma's like, oh, well, how do I make him happy? So she gets him a dog. <laughs> like, same though, grandma. I don't yeah. know how to make a kid. Same. <laughs> I don't know how to make a kid happy, so have a pet. This character is also a main character, kind of. It is the fattest fucking thing on, like, toothpick. It's a potato on toothpicks. <laughs> and his name is Bruno, and I love him. <laughs> and then, like... The transitions are also really smooth. It, like, cuts to her, like, looking at her grandson going, aw. But then it, like, zooms in and she frowns and now they're in a different area. Yeah, and, like, he's playing with his train set that his Hold grandma... On. Nope. I had a point before that. Okay. Um, he and the dog are now sad sitting on the bed. And I think it is safe to assume that he, the parents are out of the picture. Right, it goes over the pictures and it like there's one of these if this like younger couple and it's, it says like 1937 it says more than that but it's in french and cursive my, my and in cursive <laughs> i can read cursive but like my french is spotty at best i haven't been to high school in a few years in a bit in a bit of a bit in a bit of a bit um uh, be, be, oh, lost my train of thought. Uh, then... Thank, thank you, Michael, for editing, editing, editing this out. Love you! <laughs> and then it cuts... The train! The train. She gets... She tries again with a train set to try and help him feel better, and... Which, like, he likes, but it's not hitting the spot for him. And, uh, this is important. The puppy is, like, kind of chasing it, sits down, and its tail falls over the little tracks. And the train, of course, runs over his tail and clearly breaks it. I found the piano man from there. It's oh. Glenn Gold. Oh. G-O-U-L-D. Cool. Yeah. He's as lanky-looking in the cartoon as he is in real life. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, then... Train. Dog. The dog gets its tail run over by the train set, and and that thus a, inbreeds a hatred of trains, which will be important later in the story. Kind it's of, kind, like scattered, just scattered throughout. And um, I think it, no, it doesn't cut away again. It like pans to the grandma who's like reading the newspaper, and she notices a big old hole in it. She notices this one bit cut out, and she's just like. Looks over to Grant and he's like, oh, no, I don't know what happened. Train. This train is fascinating. Good well, dog. look at it go. <laughs> Again, mind you, there are zero words spoken it's after all, this point. Everyone it, is silent. It is all body language at this point. And then... Which just gives credit to the fucking animation. Despite the fact they are all working with lumpy sacks of potatoes as fucking characters. <laughs> And it cuts away again to she's like making his bed and she like feels something under the mattress so she pulls it out 
And it's like this scrapbook or whatever of cutouts of bikes that he's like, ooh, I would like to have this one. This one looks cool. This one has a cool seat. <laughs> Stuff like that, probably. I don't know. It was in French. Also, he's eight. <laughs> Who knows what it said? <laughs> exactly. Oh, something I need to I need to get a bit make me a bit of a tangent here. Um, however, unless you've seen the movie, however you're picturing this grandma, you're picturing her wrong. She <laughs> is very short. I'm not kidding when she's potato-shaped. She doesn't have a neck. She has no ears, but she has earrings. Uh, yeah, it's really... She has a lazy eye. <laughs> Occasionally. And every time it, like... Like, sometimes it'll she'll be looking at something, and then the eye will, like, slide away, and she'll just push up her glasses and be fine again. And, um... She also has that... There's a name for it. It's like, there's an actual medical name for it, but one leg is just shorter than the other. And so she has a special shoe for, like, her right foot. I thought it was the left. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she, basically, she's wearing a, a, a regular shoe and, like, a single platform boot. Like, yeah, it is a very obvious and very, cl- and you can tell with the way she walks, it's very clunky. Yeah. She means well, though. Of course. Um, and then, like, she gets the idea at this point. And so she goes out and gets him a little tricycle. Which he absolutely adores, and he's doing circles in the backyard, and she's just like, ah, look at him go while she knits. Uh Uh-huh. Super fucking cute. And that gets him, like, that's his, where his love of, uh, biking, like, professional biking starts. And then it cuts again. It does a a flash forward. Um, uh, you see the dog just at their window. Hold on. The flash forward, they fucking... Oh yeah, it goes through, like, the advancement of technology. Like, it. it's this tiny middle-of-nowhere town, and it slowly grows, and then, like, there's an airport, so planes suddenly are flying by, and then it ages again, and... And there's this, like, the train tracks are pushing their home to the side a bit, like... The train tracks literally shove the house out of the way. Like, uh, the, like one of those bridged ones. Yeah. And so, and so the train goes right by the kid's fucking window. <laughs> like, on the hour. Mm-hmm. And, um, the dog's sitting at this window whenever it, like, you know, cuts back to him. And... It's, he knows the 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 uh, train schedule. Train schedule. I was having a hard time. With I that. can tell. And he hasn't memorized, so like every half hour or whatever, he goes and hobbles his way up to the room. Which, by the way, all the ho- the whole house is like now kind of at an angle, which is a cool detail. Like all the curtains are like slanted, slanted. Like even when they set like water down, the water is at an angle in the glass. It's really cool. And like the dog just barks at the train as it goes past, and then he goes back down. And, you Continues know. waiting for the people to come home. And, and then they ha- don't come home after like a half an hour to an hour. Cobbles up the stairs again to yell at the train. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts one more time to them actually riding through town on his bike. Yeah. He is now an adult. He looks like a horse. <laughs> he is now an adult. He has... R- his his legs are thicker than my entire torso. But that's the only thick part about him. 
<laughs> the rest of Emmy's literal twigs. Again, the animation is really goddamn weird. Um, he is on a normal bike. He's super tall now. And now Grandma is keeping up behind him on the tricycle from the first scene. Yeah. Like, she has a whistle and everything. She and has her umbrella. Because it's raining. Because, of course, it is. But, like, she's keeping up with him, like, really well. On a trike! <laughs> And as they go downhill, she hooks her umbrella onto, like, under his seat and just goes with him. <laughs> and, like, imagine the fucking grip you need to do that. The umbrella's wet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're going, like, right by this bus. And the bus slowly, like, pushes them to the side. <laughs> She's like, I guess we're going this way. <laughs> And then you hear, like, the bike crash, and then they're home. And then she, he goes and lays face down. Face up. Oh, yeah, he just, like, lays back <coughs> onto the kitchen table and just thud. And his knees, his legs are so stiff that, like, after maybe five seconds, they very slowly start to bend down. Because <laughs> before he was fucking platforming. Uh-huh. Plat- Planking. Planking. That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then the grandma walks in with the bike spokes. Hold on, no. No? Not yet. She does that after she does the whole routine. Right. Of Whisking his calves. Yeah, like, like, you know those hand whisk mixers you see in, like, old movies? She rammed one of those against his calf muscles. <laughs> and then he, she got, like, the old tiny, like, <coughs> vacuum with the... <laughs> Yeah, that that sound. Uh, she Against does that. his calves, and which I, must feel great. It must feel amazing, because <laughs> I imagine it's just like the cupping thing for backs. That's fair. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Also, your valley girl went way up when you said it sounds amazing. <laughs> the best part is Ember's not even a valley girl. I, I don't know where she gets it. I th- movies. <laughs> Watch white girls one too many times. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Please, no. Don't do this to me, Ember. Please. Um, Then she goes and gets him dinner. And he sits on this weird-ass contraption. No, wait, no. No, 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 no. She takes the the hand lawnmower. Oh yeah, one of those old push like old timey push lawnmowers that's just like a blade that moves forward as the wheels move forward. Like and just goes over his back. And like pops it. And, like I hope there's some sort of protection on the blades. Otherwise, like like crunch, crunch, crunch. He just like has this nice little satisfied smile on his face. And he's just like, are you okay? <laughs> And then Grandma goes to get his dinner and the bike spokes, and he sits on this weird-ass contraption that has, like, a specific weight set out on one side, and he's sitting on the other side. It's called a scale. Right. (laughs) That. (laughs) But, like, this- But, like, the contraption, like, how they got it all set up, though. That's fair. When he match- when the scales become balanced, uh- it's, no, he, it's he's pulling a bit on, more than that. Oh, no, I said when. Like, because it... There is a alarm clock, like, stapled to it. <laughs> and, like, 
there's a string connected connecting the minute hand to the like weight uh, dial thingy on the scale. Yeah. And so when it reaches a certain, when the scale thingy reaches a certain point, it'll make the clock time, timer hit hit the hit thing. zero, and it'll ring. Yeah. And so, like, he's eating his food. The, Which is a mysterious green slop. And the dog's, like, waiting very impatiently, I should add. He's, like, staring at the clock and, like, licking his chops. He's like, fuck yeah, food! Gibby, gibby, gib, gib. Full empty. <laughs> Food. <laughs> I am a fat potato with toothpick legs. Let's go! <laughs> Meanwhile, the grandma is hand-tuning by ear the bike spokes. Which is fucking talented. For those of you who don't know much about bikes, the little wire things that hold your bike wheel, uh, those things uh, have to be straightened sometimes, and usually it takes a lot of fucking skill to do that by hand! <laughs> Which she does. With no tool other than the fucking, like, pliers and one of those, um, Tune. tuning forks. Yeah. Which I'm not sure how well that would work. I don't know much, that much about bikes. I don't either. But I, she has it down to a science. Um, and then Champion, who is the grandson. We looked this up, they never say it. Yeah. He... Gets to the weight he's supposed to be at, dumps the slop into the dog's bowl, Which and he immediately vacuums up in a horrifying way because you know dogs. And then he pulls out a record, puts it on the gramophone, gramophone, and gets onto this other contraption to start the gramophone, which is ba- essentially just a bike. That instead of a back wheel, it has a rope that ties to the crank, crank cranky yank <laughs> on the on the gramophone. Yeah, and so like he does that until he passes out on the bike, and then Grandma like looks <laughs> over at him lovingly, smiles, and drags literally like hooks him on her back and drags him. His knees are scraping against the floor, hitting and- every stair on the way up. And drags his ass to bed, because that's how much of a fucking height difference there is. Yeah. And, like, she tucks him in. Bruno decides to sleep on top of him. Yeah, fucking lays on him and, like, with his butt right in his face. Because, you know, that's what you want to see when you wake up. Dogs! And then there's another cut. Oh, yeah, there's newspaper clippings all over the, um, all over his room, about the Tour de France. That was a weird way of saying that. I am sorry. The Tour de France. France? France? France. If you want to say it, like, accurately, it would be Tour de France. Tour de France. Okay, yeah. Tour de France. (laughs) Um, Franchi. (laughs) Franchi? Tour de France there. Um... (laughs) <laughs> um, cause that's his, like, the next big race he's gonna do. Cause he's been working towards this, like, his entire career. We, we assume. We have no idea how old he is. Grandma has an age today. <laughs> she's been the same she age for 20. She's <laughs> She's been the same age for 20 years. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
Um, it cuts to the at the time president. Well, uh, I don't know what France has. Do they have a president? Um, I think so. Or what's the other one? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. See, this is why America's falling behind. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, the at the time ruler person talking on the television about the Tour de France. This is one of the only speaking lines as well, but it is completely in French. Completely in French. So we constantly forget about it because we don't have a clue what he says. We tend to tune it out, which is probably not the best thing, but like, whatever. Um, And then the dog has a weird dream. Yeah, the dog keeps having, like, weird dreams in black and white that are super trippy. And, and like, accurate to what's actually and, happening. Like, foreshadowing in a weird, artsy way. And it's just like, okay, I guess. Uh, like, and what, then, what was the first dream? It was, like, he was on he, a he was on, train thingy. On a train car thing, and he was, like, he was going through a forest or something, and it was, like, windy. And then he'd eventually ram into a wall, and that's what woke him up. Yeah, well, he didn't actually, like, wake up, wake up. He was still sleeping right beside her. Yeah, he, he runs into the wall later. Yeah. Either way. Um, it is now the Tour de France. We have, we have various panning shots of characters we will never see again. Just, you know, people watching the Tour de France. And all of them look horrifying. <laughs> First off. Um, even the... Big, big teeth. Even the, like, professional bikers look fucking weird. Everyone has calves the size of an office chair. And they have really long faces. Like horses. They may even... You, they even... late Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they they make horse sounds and they're treated like horses like almost the entire movie. I was gonna say later on in the movie, but later on in the movie was gonna be like two minutes, <laughs> and so I was trying to debate whether or not to say it, but I got stuck. <laughs> I I saw that. Um, but like, and then that was not. <laughs> but like, and then oh and my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it does pan to Champion, like, doing his thing through Grandma's binoculars. Yeah, she is on the roof of a small gray bus it's, with a... With it's the a, medical bus. Yeah. She's on the medical bus at the back, like, on the roof of it with, like, a sun umbrella and, like, a lawn chair. She looks comfy and she's d- knitting. Bruno sitting right next to her asleep. Yeah. On the roof of a moving bus. But okay. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but like, you know, they're chug-a-lugging along and... And then all of a sudden we meet one of the main antagonists. The Square Man! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rectangle! You, you think we're being... We are not fucking kidding when we say this man is an actual rectangle. Like, he he is dense as a brick. Like, he's actually genuinely square-shaped. They make fun of it in the movie. He is essentially a trench coat with sunglasses. He 
he has these like shape of a door (laughs) he has these thumbtacks in his hand and he just kind of like throws them out and then like stomps away to the sound of the jazzy music Uh uh-huh and you just hear like you know tires pop and then the whooshing of air as they leave them (laughs) yeah it's and he goes and like he pats the side of this covered wagon right and out comes this other gray van that it looks just like the medical bus except it's not the medical bus it's ru- it's being driven by a different square man all the square man bodyguards who are all look the same it's the exact same model they're they're also there's just multiple of them our head can is can our head cannon is that they are all siblings cheaper they're clones (laughs) fuck i need a bodyguard i just got into the mafia scene can i got two of them yeah hold on (laughs) they're your two bodyguards they're both named jeff (laughs) okay so like he gets into the passenger side and immediately they're melded into one they are one wall. <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. One wall of person, and they're mirrored each other in taking out their cigarettes and lighting them. Yeah. Perfect unison, mirrored. Yeah, I'm, g- I'm leaning more toward clones. They might be. Build a guard. <laughs> Build a guard. It sounds like a hobbit name. <laughs> <laughs> Build a god, there you are! Huh, finally! We knew to slave a dragon. Slave, but, fuck. <laughs> but uh, they take off after the the uh, the bikers. And, and Grandma's like, um, the fuck? Yeah, because he passes the, the original medical bus. Which is currently pulling nails out of the tire. <laughs> and, like, the driver of the medical bus is just like, well, shit. Well, yeah. Fuck. That's a thing. Okay. Spare tire. (laughs) And then Grandma's just like, um, hurry up, come on, let's go. Yeah, and she she does this by using her tin whistle and goes (laughs) like fucking reps at a (laughs) at a a soccer game. (laughs) Let's go, come on. (laughs) Tweet, 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 tweet. And then the guy's like, can you not? (laughs) Well, you know that's really annoying. In my ear. Consistently. I just, I'm working on it. Can you not? Shift cigarette to other side of his mouth and goes, hum, yum, yum. (laughs) Yeah, one of the only lines. (laughs) Um, Turns out the spare is flat. As well, yeah. So they're stuck. Um, They're left to figure that out. Further on down the road, the fake medical bus finds, like, this one biker just kind of, like, on the road, just next to his bike, sprawled out, like, (gasps) Honestly, I get it. The Tour de France is some hefty shit. It lasts a while. It's just there. (sighs) It's real pathetic and, like, makes me want an inhaler, and I am not asthmatic. No, same. And and Um, he also looks horrifying and like a horse. mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, they usher him into the back of this medical bus. And every step he takes, there's a clopping sound. Yeah. He, like, whinnies and, like, clop, 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 clop. (laughs) (laughs) 
into the into the into the thing. And then they slam the door shut. They take off again, find another one, pick him up. And they can they go back to stalking champion who's like something's fucking happening. Something's, I don't know what, but something's going on. <laughs> something hinky's going on here. <laughs> and then like champion eventually, you know, he taps out and is just kind of like I don't want to be sprawled out on the ground because the ground is dirty. <laughs> and then the medical guess. the med- medical bus comes by and he like looks at them and he's like shaking and he's just like, I know something's up, but I'm fucking tired. <laughs> and he just willingly gets into the van. However, what he does is instead of leaving his bike just on the against the rock or whatever, he leans it against the bus before he gets in. That way, when it dri- when they drive away, it falls in the middle of the road. Yeah. Like a smart dude. Yeah, because, like, he knows shit's going down. He doesn't know what, but, like... Oh, that's saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, pans back to Grandma. Who is frustrated as fuck. <laughs> she pulls this, like, caramel or, like, bubble gum out of her pocket, and she, like, she kind of chews on it a bit, and then she's like, huh... Hold on. Puts it on the fucking, like, hubcap thing. Of the, of the, yeah, because there's no tire there. We're just there. And she, like, whistles the dog down from the bus and gives, also gives him a caramel or a gum. And I'm then, not sure which. And then points to the candy on the tire hub. And then, weirdly enough, we cut away, and I don't know why. <laughs> Um, they get to where Champion's bike is in the middle of the road, and they're like, huh, this ain't right. Back to the whistling reps at you to make you hurry up. And the guy's (laughs) like, god damn it. Come on, let's go, let's go. And then they make it to, wait, no, it pans to show you all of the vans and bikers that are in this. One of them has a French accordionist whose name is Yvette Horner. Yeah, she is this red-haired lady with a, like, a gap in her teeth, and she is known as the uh, uh, Tour de France uh, accordionist. Yeah, she just literally sits on top of a car and just plays her accordion. And she looks like a delightful person to talk to. But there was a character... character caricature that one of her occasionally popping up during these scenes and she got the car she was sitting on went through a tunnel and forgot she was up there i guess yep and so like they're trying to get her out meanwhile just sad accordion sounds as people are like (laughs) medical people and like trying to get her out (laughs) and like grandma and medical dude like finally put her to a stop behind everyone and grandma's still blowing her whistle and she's like what's going on and then she manages to look down the alleyway to her right and it's just like wait hold on that's the that's the other bus and they like run out and the bus is empty but champion's hat's on the ground on the floor of the bus leaving breadcrumbs like good boy and she's just like, I knew something hinky was going on. We're gonna find my grandson. Come on! Which it has finally panned out to reveal that 
they have been using this giant fat dog as the tire, and he's just holding on to the hubcap. Uh, he like he, he even t- wags his tail. I don't think he minds. He toddles over after like she picks up the hat though, and he's still chewing the gum or whatever. And she's just like, "Oh, dog," and he sniffs it, and like we it zooms in on his nose, and it like shows a picture of Champion, and then. He, it, has he fades a, into like he has another weird hole. vision, <laughs> like yeah, it, like he sees champion and then champion fades into his food bowl, which makes him go, oh fuck, I need to find him. <gasps> yeah, he's my one source of food. <laughs> but he does great. He goes after the giant, weirdly shaped fucking steamboat. That's like, it's like you know the thin part at the end of a boat. It's, they they like made that a mile long. They stretched that out, and now all the weight is up on top, which is not structurally stable whatsoever. Yeah, like there's no way in hell that would not stay afloat. But it's also a cartoon, so whatever. So it works. Um. Then they go but, and like they to they're too late. It, the boat takes off. That's not. But it yeah, it kind of floats away. I don't. It, no, it takes off. Takes off. Yeah, um, like and, a plane. And <laughs> so Grandma sees like you know there's these paddle boats over there, pedalos. <laughs> and this guy, mind for, you, he for has one a, currency. He has a shack, and inside the shack that only he can see really are these pictures of really buff, muff, muscly men in like speedos. Was there? Uh huh. I didn't fucking see that. Uh huh. Is he gay or European? He's gay and European. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the elephant in the room. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's like one tariff for twenty minutes paddling on the sea. And so Grandma's like, like yeah, I have one. She has exactly one. She opens her coin purse and there's exactly one giant silver coin that is the same as the sign. <laughs> and so she hands that to him and she takes the paddle boat and she just starts going, following that other ship. And you just cut and you see the guy you know, just sitting there looking at his watch watching her. She's like, I don't think she's gonna be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... Then they go... It's like the montage of her following the ship, so, like, she's just... She keeps pace with it really well, surprisingly. Because, like, she's always maybe, like, a hundred meters behind it at all times. Yeah, and for a fucking paddle boat... <laughs> that's fucking good. On the fucking Atlantic? Pacific. Atlantic. Atlantic. You got it right. <laughs> Um, and, like, she even keeps up with it during a storm, with, like, the rolling waves. And she's just paddling along! (laughs) She's doing it! And then they finally get to America. We can tell because the Statue of Liberty, who is now fat and holding a hamburger... And ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she kinda comes up to the docks, like, comes to a stop... And then they go up the stairs, and they're like, wow, this place is fucking huge. Yeah, they try following the trail, but they lose them in traffic smog. Because the dog can only smell so well. And so they keep wandering through the streets. 
tiny mundane shit happens. She goes into this diner. Like this. Yeah. And hand there guy. And she opens her empty ass wallet and a fly falls. It's a moth. It buzzed like a fly though. That's fair. This little I, fly- I believe it, I believe it was supposed to be a moth, but it went This little flying bug comes up and lands on the the voluptuous waitress. Like on her nose. And she's like she finally opens her eyes, just like no money, no hamburger. And like <laughs> takes their burgers and just runs off. She's like, and then they're being kicked out and the dog has something to say about that. The dog is barking and has to be dragged away from the facility like a Karen. <laughs> and so they keep walking and they're hungry and they go past this one dude in like a fucking baseball uniform from back in the fifties. And like dog straight up steals half his hot dog like an asshole. Uh-huh. And they eventually come to a stop, like, in late evening, under this bridge. And like, under an overpass. Yeah, and, uh... Trash. She makes this little, like, fire, and she gets, like, these spokes of this tire, and she just kind of starts playing on it. Yeah, um... Beautifully, I might add, it's like that thing sounded like a xylophone perfectly. It's so weird, funny, <laughs> and like from three different directions, these very tall ladies just come, very old ladies just very like come like dancing hobbling out, out. <laughs> like it's a hobble dance, and like they start singing along with her, and like. The they the, those three old ladies got moves, but I'm with like. I'm with Grandma on this one. She keeps playing, but she's got a look of like, what the fuck? What's going on? But like, they're just... Honestly, same though. They really dig her vibe, and so they invite her back home for dinner. This is heavily... And then we... It it heavily implies that it's the triplets from the very beginning, but it's confirmed when we get to their house. Exactly. Slash apartment. Yeah, because of all their, like, little trophies and stuff, and their... The triplets of Belleville, and, like... Signed autographs from, like, other famous people they've met. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then it pans to a picture of their parents with them as babies. Mom holding all three, somehow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In one arm. (laughs) Just one! They're all just there. (laughs) These are my children. These... My babies! (laughs) But, uh, uh, oh, it cuts for a moment back to Champion, and yeah, he, and that's where we meet the... The mob boss. The mob boss, who looks like he wears a ber- Mario. He wears a beret, and he has a cigar. But, like, he's got the basic shape of Mario. And, like, he fits very perfectly in between the brick men. He's not even t- when they walk. They not he's his feet aren't even touching the ground. He's just in the conglomerate that is their mass. Exactly. <laughs> and like he, it, it kind of pans to Champion and the other two, and they're like the other two bikers that they kidnapped, and they're all chained they, they, to a fucking wall <gasps> by their necks. They have a manacle on their neck, and like. Yeah, and like Champion glares at the fucking mafia boss who's looking at them through, like, a secret window behind a painting. And the, like, mo- and the other two are just not even... They're fucking vacant. They are out of it. <laughs> they're like... <laughs> like, the mob boss smiles. And then slowly puts the painting back. 
and walks away. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, then cuts to dinner time with the Bellevilles. Of course. Uh, well, the triplets of Belleville. Right. Belleville's the place. Yeah. There's a green one, a red one, and a purple one. Yeah. And it, they're like getting ready for like bed and dinner. And so like the green one, she, uh. Apparently it's her night to cook. (laughs) It's her, well, yeah, it's her night to cook. So she goes out with this like stool on her butt and a net. Yeah. She like got rope and tied like one of those three pronged (laughs) stool. Yeah. Like right where her butt is. And she's got. Like a shoulder bag full of who knows what, a net and an umbrella, and she's just toddling her way out Down. to the back uh-huh. by and the she, swamp. And <laughs> she gets there. She, you know, settles in, puts the umbrella up, get like holds her net, reaches into her bag, and pulls out a grenade. Like an old timey World War Two grenade. <laughs> grenade. Yeah. And like she fucking uh, unplugs it, I get like, it's one of those ones that's a handle, and then, like, the bit at the end. The bit at the end, and so she, like, pulls the thing at the handle and yeets it into the water. And then she puts the umbrella up, holds her net out, and just waits. And then there's an explosion. (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure is weirdly 3D against this 2D movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The water's weirdly 3D. (laughs) And... And it rains frogs. <laughs> and Which positively fills the net. It rains frogs. And when she's satisfied with what she got, she toddles her way back home, and, like, it shows this one shell-shocked frog just making his way back to the water. With like, his eyes, like, dil- dilating rapidly. And then she gets back home, starts cooking the frogs. Uh, the dog's not used to this city's train schedule. Which is a much heavier schedule than the tiny city in France that they're from, so it's coming by like every ten minutes. And so he's at the window barking every ten minutes. And at first the triplets find it very kind of cute and endearing. But after about the 80th time they're like, okay. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Thank you. It's a train. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they get dinner... Madame Sousa eats it because she's a nice old lady and, and like goes by the really old hospitality rules that are stupid. Exactly. But so polite. she so she eats everything on her plate and she clearly is not a fan of frogs. You get some nice bone crunching sounds from their legs because they did not debone them. They just cooked them full. Just... Like they, like. You scoop up a, like with a spoon, and a leg will just be hanging from the spoon. That means they didn't degut them. Yeah, I know. They just threw the frogs in. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. Oh god. Yeah, a whole ass frog crawled out of the plate they gave to the dog. Yeah, the dog didn't even eat it. He refused. I would do if my dinner got up. That's fair. And crawled toward me like a zombie. Yeah, that that is completely fair. Um, and then the bo- dog is now barking at the train and at the frog at the train. Frog, train, frog! <laughs> frog, frog! It's moving! Ah! 
And while this is all going on, Madame Sousa is just kind of, like, jamming out with the triplets. Who are, like, playing on with their silverware and banging on their forks on the table and jamming out. <laughs> They're really good at it. <laughs> Dessert. And it's fucking more frogs on a stick. Tadpoles. Oh, that's right. Uh, dessert was like was her like, grabbing a bunch of dried tadpoles from a jar, putting them in a pot, and making popcorn. Exactly. So that was a Girl, thing. That's horrifying. And here's where the weird shit kind of starts, because like she goes to put the. Oh, it only starts now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's been perfectly rational up to this point. Of course, you know. <laughs> uh, Madame Sousa takes the leftover frogs that she thinks are leftover and goes to put them in the fridge. And spotless and empty. It is, yeah, completely empty. There's not a smidge of dirt on it. She opens the fridge, goes to put it in, and the red, the red one is just like, no, 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 no. And then, like, she, you know, ushers her away and just kind of, like, shuts the door, wipes it, kisses it, and she's like, much better. And goes back to washing dishes. And, like, Madame Sousa's is like, okay. Puts, yes, we'll just leave this here then. Puts it on the counter and just wait, makes her way back. And she's just like, I should do something. These ladies have been nice enough to, to house me. I should do something. And so she, she decides to vacuum. And the green but one... But it's, like, really late at night. What the fuck, Grandma? Right? And the green they one... Have neighbors. The green one, they don't, their neighbors don't care. That's fair, we ran into hookers on the way in. <laughs> uh, and then the green one is in the bathroom, like, brushing her teeth, rhythmically. Nothing wrong with hookers, it's just a stereotype. <laughs> and she hears the vacuum, runs out, she's like, no, 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 no. And, like, she t- unplugs the vacuum and takes it, puts it back in its spot, kisses it, and she's like, much, Aww, my baby. My Aww. baby. Yes. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's like, okay. And then the purple one starts, like, making Madame Sousa's bed on the couch for her. Like, tucking the blanket in and shit. Which is really sweet, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're on a couch. Like, you don't, you don't have to do little things like that, but you do, and it's cute. Yeah. And at that point, the other two have already, like, are laying in bed and watching TV. Because all three of them sleep in the giant bed. I it's wish they not weren't, even. I wish they weren't siblings, because I would have loved a polyamorous old lady lesbians. Right. But they're siblings, and that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's still my headcanon that they're not triplets, and they're just... They are three polyamorous lesbians. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about Can- it. Friendship with canon over a- AO3 is my friend now. <laughs> All old ladies look alike. Gosh, Emily. <laughs> Wait! Wait a minute! <laughs> that's mean, I think. <laughs> Isn't it? I feel like that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but Madame Sousa is just like, I don't know what to do. I'm oh, far look. from home. This is the first night I've slept in a while, so I I think I'll read the newspaper. And so, like, she's starting to read it, and the purple one comes over, and she's like, "Pardon," and she's like, "She it's takes over the politest one of the three. She like, you know, takes the newspaper from her. Thank you. And she walks over and folds it and puts it back on the piano, and she's like, kisses it. And she's like, "There you go, much better." And like, is that like really like sweet thing? Like when you 
like this smooth something out like when you really care about it except it's a newspaper yeah <laughs> and then she tells it doesn't even look that old either and then she tells Madame Sousa goodnight and turns off the light and, you know, goes into their room. Where they're watching TV. And then the dog comes over and, like, climbs up onto her like he does to the kid. No, he, um, not yet. Madame Sousa rescues the shell-shocked frog that crawled out of the dog's dish. Right, right. And, like, sets it free in the window. <laughs> And the window, like, slams shut on the dog while it's barking, so that finally shuts him up, Jesus Christ. Right. And, but, like, the frog tries to make it across the tracks. And he does... squished. He does not make it. so sad! (laughs) And then the dog crawls onto Madame Sousa and falls asleep with his butt in her face. Which is a little sad, especially since she's about the same size as the dog. If not smaller. No, she's definitely smaller. <laughs> um, and then, you know, another cut to this... It cuts back to the mob boss and his clones. Yeah, they're building a contraption thingy. Um, and it it's basically three bicycles on a big motor thing. And... Um, with a big projector in front of it, so it looks like they're going they're, somewhere. Yeah, but they're really not. And but like, on the on the back end, there's like the there's this cardboard cutout thing, and like three bicyclists on like as they're riding the bicycles up front, these things move, and it's like a race type thing. Yeah, except they don't have to go nowhere. Exactly. So, like, after they, you know, get that kind of set up, the... Like, the the machine is shown. It's being created still, I believe, at this point. Yeah, and then the mob boss goes to this really fancy restaurant. Hold on. Not yet, because, like, well, yes, that happens immediately next. It first shows that fucking three seasons went by. Oh, yeah! He's... They're there for a while. They've been there for months. Like, that's how long she's been looking for her grandson. She's got zero leads. And then it cuts to Mob Boss in this really fancy restaurant where the triplets and Madame Sousa are going to be playing. Yeah, because they've gotten back in the swing of things again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The dog waiter is amazing. He is so bendy. Think like one of those. Like, like think of think if a floppy licorice was a person, or like the wacky inflatable tube man thing. Whoa! And like he's always at a curb. Yeah. And like is always looking at everyone upside down. As a result, he's bizarre. Yeah. And then he kicks the dog out of the kitchen, and the dog goes and like lays under the table next to the mob boss. The lights go dim and. Uh, uh, introducing the triplets of Belleville. And out comes the purple one first. And she Building has... Building her newspaper. And she starts playing the newspaper. <laughs> and she, that's which is pretty much just snapping it and crumpling it and opening it. And yeah. In, in Lots rhythm. of scrunching and stuff like that. I believe the triplets of Belleville invented Stomp. Probably. <laughs> because the red one comes out and 
sits down on a three-legged stool in front of her refrigerator and starts plucking at the metal bars in as the shelves. Yeah. Because it's an old fridge. And then... Which is a nice... Boom, 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 boom. It's, real, it's real jazzy. And then the green one comes out with her vacuum, and she's using her hand to make the really cool, like... Whoop. Yeah, that sound. <laughs> Except a little better. It sounds <laughs> more like warbly, like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. And like the and like these three are jamming out on things that you don't normally jam out on and really rocking it actually. It's quite catchy. Yeah. And then Madame Sousa comes out with her bike tire yeah. spoke. And she starts playing that on top of everything else, and it's a real funky, it's a funky tune. They don't get to finish the song, though, before the dog's barking and, like, holding on to something that the uh, mob boss has. It's a handkerchief. Because the, this is where the dog ha- to the soundtrack of the funky music, the doggo has another weird black and white premonition dream of... Him sitting on one of the weird train things we keep seeing him on. But this... Being pulled by the grandson on a railroad track. That is around his dog food bowl. Because you know dreams. <laughs> and um, to give some exposition on this, the mob boss had wiped this handkerchief on Champion's forehead beforehand. Yeah, to show them that they were on the machine because it's now finished, obviously. And clearly have been doing this a while. They all have IVs tapped into their arm, but instead of normal shit, it's fucking wine. Because, you know, French people run on wine. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine having a, a, a drip of fucking wine into your goddamn vein? No, thank I you. I would die. <laughs> I weigh two pounds. I would die. <laughs> And the dog ends up getting the handkerchief because the waiter shoos him away and then grovels at the mob boss's feet. Like, please don't kill me. Don't kill me, please. I'm sorry I failed you. And, like, the the dog almost fucking died. It had two guns pointed at it. Three. Both. No, it was the two ma- it was the two gangsters. The gangster was uh the bo- mob boss was just holding on to the handkerchief and just lets it go. That's fair. Anyway, the dog takes the handkerchief back to Madame Sousa and she's just like, "Huh. Weird." <laughs> face. <laughs> Suspicious face. <laughs> I'm starting to put together the clues, Watson. Anyway, uh, (laughs) she gets the triplets in on, like, a scheme that she has. Because she's like, hey, my grandson. And the triplets are like, oh, fuck, yeah, finally. (laughs) Finally we get some action. (laughs) And I think the triplets are just here for a good time. They don't care. They're not here for a long time. They've been here a long time. They're here for a good time now. (laughs) adventure fuck we're fighting a mob hell yeah why not i'll get my frying pan (laughs) (laughs) and so they managed to find where this mob boss is like holding these sorts of like competitions right these races the way they get to it is by essentially stealing the wallet of the engineer right like a mouse 
Right. He has big elephant mouse ears and like the buck teeth and he like makes whistling sounds his nose twitches. He squeaks. It's cute. But yeah, she ends up following him and she pretends like she's blind and that Bruno is her seeing eye dog. Which he absolutely is and he's getting distracted. Uh huh. And like she's just sit. she's across the street from where this mouse guy is getting his like facial hair taken care of. Barbershop. Yeah. And, like, this boy scout toddles up next to her and she's like, here, let me help you across the street. Because she's been there for, like, at least two turns of, like, the walking signal. (laughs) And he fucking... The boy is built like a balloon. He is so fat. (laughs) Everyone here is fat. Everyone in America is fat. That's that's it. Everyone in the background is fat. Uh, but, like, he keeps trying to help her across the street, and she's just like, like, no, and keeps hitting him with her cane. No, I said, no, stop. I do not want help. And then, um, as the mouse man, you know, gets his beard shaved, and then, like, a warm towel put over his face. He has, like, these ear covers that are, like, it looks like someone took oven mitts and just, like, cut them in the shape of his ears and, like, on, like, a headband. Because he put that on while the guy was shaving him, and then he took it off and put it back in his pocket to finish his haircut. Yeah. And, um, she manages to toddle across, meanwhile, the walking- Now busy street. Yeah. And, like, the Boy Scout runs out after her, like, stop, stop! God, old lady. <laughs> But, like, she takes off with his coat. By hooking her her seeing-eye cane, air quotes, uh-huh. um, into it. Into it, just, like, walking away. Yeah, the mouse guy doesn't really know what's happening, and, like, the boy scout is just like, uh... What the fuck, old lady? I didn't see that. You know what? I'm going home. <laughs> There's enough boy scouting for me. I'm done. <laughs> and so they end up... Going through his shit. And the the triplets are laughing at the, his pictures because he went to Disneyland. Yeah, and him standing next to fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. No, next to Walt Disney. Is it? And he's Mickey because he has the headband on. <laughs> oh, yeah, he has one of those little, like, black hats with the mouse ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> That and they that's what they were laughing at. And so they come up with this like harebrained scheme to get into the place. Yeah, it cuts to the big night or whatever, and various mafia bosses who look like just like a variant of the main mafia boss we've seen, except with a different colored beret. Uh-huh. And um They're all sitting up in like the It shows them sneaking into like a hotel that's like but you go through the elevator but instead of going up or down it just You just go right through through into a secret room and each one of them has two blockheads. (laughs) Yeah, two clones that are all the same. All of them are the same. (laughs) And like they go past this one that's by himself, sadly. 
He lost his brother. He lost. <laughs> they the, the end up sneaking in by having two of the triplets um, up front, up front, wearing a long coat, very clearly not square, and the dog where the Baba should be, with his legs sticking out the front. <laughs> He's just like, hello. And, like, the the one dude that's there to, like, make sure that, you know, people that are supposed to be there are there. Just He's kinda... clearly been here a while and, like, will uh, be here still for a while and this is not the first night they did this. Yeah, he might have let them through. If they just waited another two seconds. I don't fucking if, go. If they waited. just over in an hour ago. But, go. like, he started looking at them very suspiciously and so... The red one just takes out her frying pan and smacks him over the head. Just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and as they're going, you see the green one and Madame Sousa, like in the back, and like they do this weird turny thing because they're off balance and they don't don't know what they're doing. But they finally make it back there and they go backstage. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like to which we are introduced to the creepiest fucking character in the entire goddamn movie. Oh, I hate this guy. He's, he's so gross. <laughs> he's the auctioneer, essentially. He takes the oh. bets. No, that He's the bet taker. Is he the bet taker? I thought he was just the one keeping score of the bets, because someone else is collecting the money. That's he's just a... sitting there with doing random calculations on like a chalkboard like really fast and creepily and he's like his eyes are drifting apart his like really pale skin and the white hair that's shaved in a buzz cut and just his front teeth hanging out he's like he zones out so hard but he keeps up with everything it's fucking wild it's fucking horrifying but look at i hate him the bicyclist in the far left on the far left bike ends up falling off his bike because he's exhausted. They've been doing this a long time. And, like, everything goes dead quiet. The dude that's taking the score... Just slow turns. Like, slow turns. Like fucking Skeletor. Looks down at the bicyclists, pulls out a gun, steps over. Dramatically sets the piece of chalk down first. Yeah. Hey, then he takes out the gun very slowly, steps over. It keeps cutting to the guy on the floor who can't get up and is clearly fucking terrified. Yeah, then he points the gun straight at the dude. It cuts away and you just hear the bang. And then he goes, and like... And it cuts back to him with the smoking gun. And then he goes back, picks up the chalk, and everything starts back up again. No, the worst part is it, he, like, scratches out whatever number that dude was right. really loud and, sc- like, nails on a chalkboard level. Just, and then... And then everything picks up. Which, like, cool. And then Mouse Dude, like, he runs out of oil. And so he, like, he steps out. Out from under the big machine, because that's where he's been hanging out. Dude with the chalk looks over his shoulder, and the mouse dude's just like, Oil! Going to get more. And he's just like, This is okay. Proceed. (laughs) (laughs) And then he continues. Mouse dude waddles over behind the curtain, and he's like, He sees the dog. And he's like, Oh, cute dog! He's just staring. And the dog stares back. He pets the dog. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's like, Oh, cute dog! (laughs) And... The red one 
knocks him out with the frying pan. Because <laughs> she's, like, on either Like, she and her sister are on either side of him, like, leaning against the curtain, just like, eat. Yeah, <laughs> like with her with the frying pan over her head, just waiting. <laughs> and then it cuts back to you know they're taking bets, stuff like that. You see Champion, and he's just he's just going. He's he's dead inside. <laughs> he's dead inside, and you can tell. But then it cuts back to Madame Sousa taking the overalls off this mouse dude, <laughs> and like putting on the fake ears and trying to take his place but the dog barks which gets the attention of the creepy dude who is very slowly and ominously pulling out a gun and walking closer and closer to the fucking curtain which has like two of the triplets on either side at this point one of them really ready already with the frying pan yeah, like the ride or die bitch going I'm fucking <laughs> ready <laughs> And, like, the purple one is, like, finishing getting her mustache, like... Her mustache? Yes. All good. And they get her, you know, they get Madame Sousa ready in front of the curtain, and they're still, like, ready to knock this bitch out. And, like, he opens the curtain with the gun. And he's like, oh, it's just you. It's you. Proceed. <laughs> and, like, goes back to the fucking scoreboard. <laughs> and Madame Sousa crawls under the... She has the whistle in her mouth, by the way. To do the whistling that he does. And um, she makes her way under the thing. After and having like a really sad moment of looking up at her grandson. grandson it's just like, oh, my boy. And then she starts undoing the nuts and bolts under. That's, and like That's keeping it nailed to the floor. And, like, they start hearing the, like, the clattering of the metal on the wood. Yeah, that is, I did appreciate the realism. So, people would notice the thing kind of shaking and starting to move. And the dropping of the metal. Yeah. And so, like, it goes quiet. You can hear a few more. And the creepy dude turns around very slowly again, looks under the thing, and... Like, she kind of looks over and she's like, like, oh, hey, hi. And he, like, shows her the gun, like, this is a warning. And I'm she's... not even sure it was going to be a warning. I'm pretty sure he was just about to shoot her. No, he holds it up like this, not like that. Maybe I'm just pessimistic. Yeah. But he, like, he holds it up, like, this is a warning. And she's like, okay, got it. But then the triplets who have all stacked on each other's shoulders <laughs> are, uh, are poking their heads out of the curtain at this point and after whistling for the creepy man's attention and just fall on him. <laughs> just timber. timber. Just like fucking tree. Well, with, with, the, one of, with the one on the top holding, holding, holding the frying pan. And she manages Here. to like... They fall on top of him and like they're pinning him down and they're trying to hit him, but like he's he's stronger than them because they're old ladies. Like this man is built like a fucking in stick. I was trying to think of some. I've said stick many times this episode. I've been trying to think of something else, but like he's built like string cheese. There you go. <laughs> but like she is also ninety eight. So like. <laughs> so she's like she's a banana. He's string cheese. You put one against the other. <laughs> but she she surprises everyone by bashing him in the head with a headbutt. Just funk. It does not face her one bit. <laughs> and then it, it, he gives his 
half his head swells. Yeah, he he's was out. He is knocked out. It goes silent again. All the mob bosses and their clones take out their guns. And then like they just like they just start singing the main song they sung at the very beginning, swinging round and round, David. Do do do. Like, and it's Madame Madame Seuss, Sousa. She like, goes and like she turns off the lights as the dudes start like shooting, and like the the triplets are just kind of like ah. <laughs> go in the circle and then they hide under like the banister, I guess. And then one of them like lifts up her skirt and pulls yet another grenade out of she, her like, sock. She ignites it, and then she throws like, it up into the balcony and goes right back under. And like, and then she turns the light on, and everyone sees that there's a spinning fucking grenade at the floor. All of the bodyguards say "fuck this" and bolt, leaving all of the goddamn mafia bosses there. <laughs> Which they all die because explosion. It explodes and it rains berets. <laughs> it's great. Um, and then the original mob boss that we've seen before—he's still alive, and so he still has he his. He was in the fancy booth. His, his hair is now just slightly singed on one side and pushed to the other side. <laughs> But he's fine. He's more annoyed than anything. He just moves his cigarette to the other side of his mouth and pulls out his gun. <laughs> it's same though. Right? <laughs> and then, like, the uh, contraption finally gets unstuck from the floor, and he's, like... It's slowly, like, tearing up the floorboards. And... <laughs> it's going forward. And, like, he starts shooting at it, but, like, he's not really hitting anything. And uh, the triplets pull out yet another bomb to throw at the wall. Uh huh. And so they can escape. Uh huh. And then the best car chase you can ever get from any movie. This is my absolute favorite scene because physics just gets the middle finger the whole time. It It is my favorite. Physics gets thrown out the window. The cars are made of tin cans. It's. (laughs) I have I have come to the conclusion that the car that the um cars all the mob bosses or not the bodyguards or whatever all get in and chase after them because there's this huge car chase two people per car and these cars are long as hearses but it's all in the front yeah <laughs> like and I'm pretty sure their their motors are rubber bands and these things are made out of tin foil they are. They are not well made. And so, like, this car chase... They look cool. <laughs> this car chase happens. The very first one... I am very burpy today, apparently. <laughs> the first one ends up, like... Doesn't... It crashes at the bottom of the hill, right? Sort of. It tries to... They, um... They, they do try- that thing where, like, the old, one of the old ladies grabs a light pole at the end of the corner so that they turn, but it's all very slow. Because they, <laughs> they don't have a steering wheel on this contraption. And so she just grabs a light pole and does the turny thing. Right, and then and they, they try to turn, but they, the car is too long, and so they get stuck, and then another one rams into them. <laughs> right, and then, like, that happens. The others manage to get around there. And keep chasing after them. They're all very slow as well, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I forget 
what exactly happens next, but I know the mob boss ends up going under this big, like, 18-wheeler and, like, shucking the entire top of the car off. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally just like, like, you know when you take those old Hot Wheels apart and it was just the frame? That. And the bodyguards are just, like, laying on the floor like, oh my god, we almost died. (laughs) Except they're also still neutral looking, so she's like, okay. This is fine. (laughs) And then the other cars go after him. A lady with a baby carriage, with the ugliest baby on the planet in the baby carriage. Right, she Goes across the street. She tries, and then a car, like, swerves around her and, like, crashes. And then she goes into the street, and the car crashes into the baby carriage, but the car gets totaled. The car gets, like, totaled like it ran into a tree. The baby didn't even fucking notice. Didn't even flinch. (laughs) Didn't even tip the cart a little. It did nothing. (laughs) And now And then, like, it shows them sprawled out on the ground all dead, and just, like... And the other other cars just go around. Uh Uh-huh. It's fun. Um, We'll make more. One of them... One, later they get hit by a train because, like, of course there has to be that scene where, like, they barely make it over the tracks. Yeah, yeah. And then they get stuck. Like, the bad guys got stuck and they got hit by the train. One get hit... No, that was... They got hit... They fell down a stairwell and got hit by a subway. Then later is the different train barely getting over the tracks and... That, yeah, right. No, they did get run over by a train. Yeah, they also got hit by a train. (laughs) Like, they just constantly get taken out by Darwinism. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Then there's There's a big hill that they try to go up, but the car is really back heavy. And And so so at the last second, it tilts and just flops over one by one head over heels over and over again like a flat slinky just instead of flipping over once and then sliding just over and over it it just keeps going thump 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 all the way down the hill and it gets faster (laughs) and it is my favorite I had to pause the movie so I could finish laughing and then they think the triplets and the other three think they're in the clear, but then Mob Boss and company come sliding up again in their half-assed car. Yeah, which apparently works still. And, like, they're shooting at, you know, the the contraption that they're on, and Madame Sousa's just like, you know what? Fuck this! She hops down to, like, the triplets are just kind of like, no, 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 don't do it! And she just kind of, like, stomps over Waits for them to get close, then sticks out her special platformed shoe, like short shoe, and like she trips the car off a bridge <laughs> into the smokestack of a steamboat, <laughs> and <laughs> which leads to fireworks because, of course, it does because America and, and the red, red, and blue, too. Uh huh. But I think that was supposed to symbolize France because it was red and then white and then blue in succession. That's fair. But then Madame Sousa has to kind of like jog to like catch up to... With this very slow moving vehicle thingy. And then they just drive out of Belleville. Yep. And then 
there's another cut and then yeah, it like it it slowly fades out and turns out this was like a flashback or like it was a show or something all along and then and the, it was champion now old saying yes i think it is that was it i think it's over grandma then credits yeah and he looks over at the empty seat next to him and it's like oh which is sad but like hey he got to live out the rest of his grandma's life so and like and he clearly made it pretty far himself and he and uh hopefully he's not in millions of dollars in debt from therapy oh my god <laughs> um what would you rate this movie 10 i love it <laughs> It's so, it's, it's such a, so bizarre from the weird fucking, uh, uh, animation style, but, like, the way they express themselves, like, you can clearly get a sense of what they're thinking, just, despite them all looking like various bags of lard and potatoes. (laughs) I think I'd have to agree with the 10 out of 10, because, like, the first time you showed it to me, I fucking loved the movie. I I, I was, like... I was getting it ready for, like, a lukewarm response, but you were like, oh my god, the whole time! <laughs> and it just internally, I was like, yes! <laughs> I don't um, even know how the fuck... This movie just showed up, and my, my parents just had this movie one day. Like, I... They had the DVD. Yeah. I can't... I can't remember. I feel like they just suddenly owned the DVD, and like this movie just looked cool, but which was really weird and out of character for them, or it was a Netflix one that back when Netflix. Do you remember when Netflix did sended you? I do. Sended you. Send. Um, <laughs> when they did DVDs in the mail. Yeah. I kind of miss that to be honest. But like, like, oh, you don't have it on your streaming service, but it's still in your reservoir. Can you send me the DVD? I'll play it on my thing. Yeah, but I absolutely adore this movie. Like, with everything in my being. I adore it. They, um... It was taken off YouTube, which makes me sad. The But there was a uh, music video that went along with this. I don't remember the uh, musician's name, but it was a weird man in a red robe and his, like... And, like, Johnny Depp Tim Burton hair. (laughs) With, like... Like it was like a fl- it was flat but curled up on the sides and on the back like three pronged thing <laughs> going on. <laughs> it's really hard to explain unless I'm showing you. Oh gosh, I absolutely recommend. It. Please, please watch this movie. If just you... and then tweet me, just so you can tell. Say what the fuck was this? So the movie is about an hour and a half, like hour 20 minutes total, and it is worth every second of it, of, of that watch time, definitely. And it's a lot more fun while stoned. There was a lot of little things we noticed about like the movie too, like subtle clues and hints and stuff that we never noticed. Like, Yeah, like the animation... Like, it's weird, but it's really good. The shading is well done. There's little details. It's really good. But, like, yeah. But, again, everyone is really weird-shaped. Everyone's really weird-shaped. There's no real talking. It's just... You gotta... Occasional soft-spoken half-sentences. 
you gotta understand body language to kind of understand some things, but like you get it, you can get it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Yeah, at um, uh, the the review pot. The joint review pot. Yeah, joint review pot because I couldn't. There's too many syllables. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're a movie clacky thing with a joint. And we're Eminem, and we'll catch you next week. Bye! Bye!